Attention homos and homettes, the train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now you are. Congratulations. Get ready in five, four, ah. Did I scare you? Good. My name is Daniel. And my name is Liliana. And today on the Rainbow Rewatch, we will be re-examining Bill Nye the Science Guy, Season 3, Episode 6, titled Evolution. And ask the question, was this show actually any good? And just a quick preface, (laughs) um, we are not in the least bit science girls. Mm -mm. Uh, We do not know science like that, so take everything we say um with that in mind but we did do some research yeah so i mean i studied history you studied what did you study i studied international politics and, and our, history. our history so um we're not stem but we will be talking about some scientific concepts today yeah um but you know what we're still smart we're still smart we are we may not know science like that you know mm-hmm. we don't know her I do love Bill Nye the Science Guy. He is so cute. He is cute. Like, I wish he was my dad. You know who he kind of reminds me of? Who? The town orthodontist. <gasps> Stop. Is that is that right? Yes. Like, yes. tall, lanky, but got let, like, he's a very dad energy. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, kids, like. I kind of had a crush on the orthodontist. <laughs> like, a little, like, a stupid one just because he was, like, he's a hot attractive. Dad. He's a hot dad. Because he was a dope. Bill Nye is less attractive. Yeah. Um, we're just going to get this out of the way. We'll rank the men in Bill Nye the Science Guy. Number one and also number, the only number, mm-hmm. is Bill Nye. He's pretty, he's cute, but yeah. he's not like... Um, I like his curly cues. <laughs> his little um, white afro moment. Yeah. No, he's, he's he, you know, he's a good guy. But I, we, we used to watch this like all the time, I mm-hmm. think. This Bill Nye the Science Guy gives me very those rolly televisions. Oh, you know, you stole the words out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Those big televisions that was pretty poor quality, but every classroom had them where you could rent them. Yeah. I don't know how it worked. And the screens were like curved mm-hmm. outward. They were like concave and they had like huge butts. They did. You know what it makes me think of? Um, that scene from The Office. Do you know when they, they have that TV in the room? And they're just, like, watching the logo bounce yes. around until it gets in the corner. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what I did when those TVs were there. I was just staring at the, whatever the logo was yeah. when it was on, like, sleep mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I specifically remember watching Bill Nye the Science Guy in seventh grade. I have a very distinct memory of that year. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because I feel like this Could show was... Have? What the I fuck mean, was I mean, I don't saying? think we can be saying names. I also don't remember. Right. He was on the blue team. Oh, you were blue team? In seventh grade. Babe. Yeah, so our school had red, white, and blue team. Yeah, very American, very yeah. patriotic. That's Could, the, that's who we like, are. Imagine being on the white team. <laughs> I think I was red team. Only in Somers, New York, where we live, can you say the white team and not have anyone raise any yeah. eyebrows. Because there's no other type of people. Yeah, period. <laughs> uh, um, unfortunately. Um, and I always remember sort of liking it. I... I liked when we watched TV in class. Because I didn't really need to pay attention. Like, they did give us those worksheets. They did. Which Dan has uh, procured for the day. <laughs> yeah, you could just Google. Apparently, there's a million worksheets online. Um, and, and we'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, no, totally. Um, 
we used to like learn from it, I guess. But it felt like you could watch it and like half pay attention. But anytime you didn't have to like do work or listen to the teacher was a positive. Even if it was like Bill Nye, who is this is a very 90s aesthetic, very mm-hmm. like post MTV mm-hmm. sort of totally vibe. Like, um, um, like once MTV was done making music and they like had random shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But still like inspired by that sort of like zany energy. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it was probably made for kids younger than middle school. It seems like a third to fifth grade type of program for me. Yeah. Very um, educational though. Fairly educational. But fairly. like he just words things in a very childish way. And you know what I noticed actually when we were watching this episode? So mm-hmm. we chose this episode sort of arbitrarily just because evolution's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what I noticed watching this episode is they repeated things a bunch of times. They would say, like, evolution has happened over two billion years. Two billion years. Like, they Mm -hmm. really wanted you to know certain facts. Mm -hmm. And so they were, like, the editing style sort of allowed that because it was so, like, punchy and fast. Mm -hmm. um, You could just, like, repeat things and it wasn't ever questioned. But it was smart because I was like, oh, shit. Evolution's been happening for two billion years. I remember that now. (laughs) And saying it in, like, different voices. Exactly. And, like, having different colored fonts and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. The aesthetic was very interesting. And, you know, as a program, you know, going through, like, one topic and sort of, like, breaking it down to, like, an experiment and uh, a real-world application and the fucking song parody. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was stuffed in there. one for each thing. I guess. And, like, they have the most random rap songs for a lot of them. Yeah. And it's, like, quite funny. But it's, like, why – is that really what children want to watch? I don't remember when I was eight being, like, you know what I want to watch right now? A parody music video. That's that's what I want to watch. That was very big when we were, like, end of middle school, beginning of high well, school. Well, it's very, it was very – it reads very middle school to me because mm-hmm. of YouTube. Like, YouTube was just sort of – happening at that time like shane dawson had a lot of those parody yeah. music videos hashtag cancel yes hashtag um unfortunately weird al that was when your weird, weird al. al was all over the internet yeah, yeah my sure. dad loves him of course yeah um amish paradise amish paradise you know for a while i didn't know what the actual song was i was like so it's just amish paradise same same to <laughs> him and then the avril lavigne one um i don't remember what it was about yes you know what the best video parody which is not even like a parody of a specific song mm-hmm. shoes bitch oh my god oh my shoes. god shoes you don't even understand if you have obsession. if you have somehow lived unto this day <laughs> and not seen the video shoes it is one of the original youtube videos it's one of the first videos that went viral also she i think that same character that mm-hmm. same person did the muffins video yes yes and that was also very like a class of viral i know and it was scary as a kid. the muffin one was scary for sure yeah. it got like weird shoes shoes was scary too shoes was scary too she yeah, like kills yeah. people right or something yeah. i don't know it's weird um so anyway pause this right now and watch shoes and watch shoes and then the muffin video and then, yeah watch both of them while you're at it watch charlie the unicorn i used to love yes, that yes charlie the unicorn um but it was very at that time, what? How did we get there? Um, viral videos, parodies, parodies because of the song parodies. Yeah, tea. yeah. Um, I'm a little scattered today. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to do the synopsis? Yes, ma'am. I would love to. Nye portrays a hyperkinetic, tall, and slender scientist wearing a blue lab coat and a bow tie in Bill Nye the Science Guy. 
He complied. He combines the serious science of everyday things with fast-paced action and humor. Each half-hour show begins with a cold open, where I introduces the episode's theme, which leads into an opening credit sequence. See, I'm just gonna be honest. I just find these summaries online, and this one I had to piece together from Wikipedia, <laughs> so it's a bit long. Mm-hmm. Um, then Nye walks onto the set, which is called Nye Laboratories, filled with scientific visuals relevant to the theme of the episode. Science-related TV and movie par- parodies configure the facts of the episode's theme, along with parodies of TV commercials. Oh yeah, there were TV commercials. Yeah. Remember they had like a gene commercial in this yeah. one about DNA. It was a pretty okay. That's funny. It was. It was funny. You didn't um, get that when you watched it. I mean, like, no, I got it, but like, I'm like, it's it's for eight year olds. I hope you got <laughs> the pun. <laughs> um, I remember when we studied, um, when we studied evolution mm-hmm. in seventh grade, mm-hmm. um, and like we did the whole like frog dissection thing oh, and all that, that stuff. Um, we watched this hilarious video about like it was like a gene. Um, it was like a gene mm. moment. Moment. Mm-hmm. And it was about like I don't know. It was about denim and stuff. So it was like the same sort of deal. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty common joke, <laughs> I think. It's not that smart. <laughs> yeah, like Yorkie jeans. What? Did, what? From Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner said that to Chris Jenner. I'm not. I'm not up on that. Okay. Yorkie jeans. Yorkie jeans. Oh, 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 like, oh yeah. Jeans. I do know that. But you're like yeah. Yorkie jeans. I think it's like a new dog thing. Put dog jeans on your Yorkie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. TV commercials. Um, fun fact. Oh, fun fact number one. Uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy was nominated for twenty three Emmy Awards and won nineteen, <laughs> which is like when you say that out loud, it's like, wait, what do you mean? I know, but I guess you know it's really interesting because we inherited this series. Like we were watching this ten plus years after it aired. Yeah. Um. Because it just was like canon in schools at that point canon. <laughs> it was it was it was canon mm-hmm. um but it must have when it was on tv in the 90s i guess it was like a popular program i couldn't even tell you where it aired it seems like a pbs thing but yeah i, I don't fucking know yes i don't fucking know another pbs moment cyber chase don't even get me started we i love that. cyber chase and i love that one the history one where they go back in time and stuff I don't remember the name of it. Not Dragon Tales. No, I love that one too. They go back in time in history. I don't know. I'll try and find the name. Later. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, twenty three motherfucking Emmy nominations. Yeah, I mean, I guess they love an educational moment. An educational moment, and you know what? He's a good host. Yeah, he's a charismatic host. Yeah, he's funny. And like, he's it's stuck engaging. with us, our entire generation. Like he's still very famous, and he still does stuff. Gee, it clearly is important i mean the fact that even they showed it in schools 15 years after is noteworthy because there's tons of educational shows that are immediately forgotten about yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they still show bill and i the science i wonder maybe some of the information might be outdated you know what i they probably don't Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it depends on the school i feel like in our school it is because our school's like 10 years behind yeah but at the schools like in in certain areas that i'm thinking of like lower westchester i imagine they're like past that like everyone has a tablet and they watch like some youtube video of yeah whatever i don't know like scarsdale like scarsdale mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like mamaronek rye bronxville bronxville mm-hmm. um if you live in westchester you'll get all of these references if not <laughs> this will not be important this will to you go over your head <laughs> um fun fact number two Bill Nye, the real science guy, studied astronomy at Cornell, then worked at Boeing, 
and then quit to pursue a career in comedy, which is very interesting. I always assumed he was just a scientist who yeah. also was had a show. It's funny that he was he was an engineer at Boeing. I think so. Yeah. Um, and him studying astronomy at Cornell. It's funny because I took astronomy. Did you? I did, and I got uh, I got an A. Wow. Yeah. So maybe she does know science like <laughs> that. Stops for me. <laughs> um. So you know, I was sitting there like, yeah, I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, my horoscope is. <laughs> um, but I found that subject very, very interesting, and it was not just because I had a crush on the boy who sat next to me. <laughs> it was that not. helps. It, that does help. It did help. That does help. You know what I think about? Thank God I. I'm not on Zoom class because we graduated right after that. But, yeah. um, oh my God, if I was on Zoom class with someone I found attractive, why would I pay attention? I would pin, and I <laughs> and I and I have done this before on not school related calls. Pin someone's thing so I could just look at them. Mm-hmm. Why not? I wouldn't be able to pay attention. Um, I mean, we had the one. I don't know if you did, but I had the one semester. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, on Zoom. And it was just very distracting. Thank God I didn't have astronomy on Zoom because I would not have been able to do science. Mm -mm. And part of my class anyway was we had to go outside and take pictures of the moon and stuff. It was called the Moon Lab, and it was, like, a really big deal. That's fun. And you had to take four, like, drawings of the moon, and you get to draw the phase, draw what stars were in the sky, draw what constellations. Very fourth grade project. It was very fourth grade project. <laughs> so my ass would be walking, stumbling home drunk mm. and with a, my packet and binder that Stop. I brought to the party. You like gotta take a picture and, of the moon tonight. Yeah. So it was very bad. So That's so funny. So yeah, I probably know about the same amount. As, as Bill, Bill Nye? Nye? I think you do. You know what we were talking about Zoom class made me think of during the Zoom school that we did. I oh hello. Um, during the Zoom school, I took a Zoom dance class. Have I ever told you about this? Wow. Wait, what? How do you even do that? Well, because it started as a dance class during the year, and then the year you just dance in front of your laptop. Yeah, babe. Well, the thing was, I my sleeping schedule was all wrong. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping until two p.m., which to you is like not unreal, not terribly <laughs> late. Yeah. But for me, I'm like two p.m. Um, if I sleep past 11, I feel like the every- whole day was gone. A- everyone hates me. I'm like, I don't know why, but everyone hates me because I got up really late today. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh my God. So I had to wake up at 9am for this dance class after getting like probably four hours of sleep. And then I would just like roll around on the floor and <laughs> I would put it on a table. And so when she'd be like, okay, now just like go on the floor and explore the floor. Cause it was like a modern class. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just go on the floor and i would bring a pillow and a blanket <laughs> i was i would just like take a little like rest yeah the camera wasn't on you <laughs> no they didn't see me That's so funny. And it was 9 a.m and i was exhausted and mm-hmm. i was like there's no way i'm gonna fucking roll on the floor right now for no one to watch yeah i only roll on the floor if there's people watching period that's 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 it when we're gagged at drag race rolling on the floor yeah exactly gagachandra gagachandra um but yeah I, I'm not surprised, but I am surprised that Bill Nye made an active decision to quit. He was like, you know what? I'm funny enough to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, I will quit. But you don't know work. You better work. And it turned out well for him. Yeah. He's um, really smart. I just gasped at the next fun fact. Read. Um, Bill Nye is in the Back to the Future universe. In the animated series, he plays Doc Brown's assistant and displays science science experiments so it's not bill nye 
it's a character that he plays. No, I think it is like a character he plays who's also Bill Nye. I could be wrong. So he plays himself? I don't know. It was very unclear. Okay. Because um, I didn't even know there was an animated series of Back to the Future. Me neither. Um, Seems I very it was 90s the trilogy, to me. Or yeah. Whatever, or the two movies. Yeah, the trilogy. There's three right, movies. Right, right. Um, yeah, no, I did not know that either. Um, but you know what? Kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, it's just this wild. I found that fun fact and I was like, I don't even know what to make of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, science it moment. Fits. It fits. That's I agree. Kooky scientist. Kooky scientist with another kooky scientist who's friends with a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, I mean, it, who would work? You better work. I have some friends that are like older, not who are seventy-year-old scientists. Yeah. That. How did he? How did he meet him? I mean, how did he? It's not like he's not yeah, a teacher at school. Wait, don't they start as already? They're already acquainted. Oh, they're they're like in the first. Movie, they're buddies. Right? They like know each other well. He's like, come on and help me. That's how the movie starts. Please, that's weird. How did he meet? How did he meet him? My, I think they're probably going with like a. They're they should have been neighbors. Like yeah. they're neighbors, and they like you know he was always around helping his experiments because mm-hmm. the neighborhood kid. Yeah, but they made it just like totally. They never explained that. I mean, Rick and Morty makes sense because the they're grandpa, grandpa yeah. and grandson. Yeah, it's a grandpa. Did you know people ship them? I'm moving on from that. <laughs> I can't even. That was the longest silence that's ever been on this podcast. I can't. I can't process that. Anyway, fun fact number four. Yeah. Uh, fun fact four. In a 1998 study, Bill Nye um, was the most popular scientific television program shown in schools, beating out National Geographic and the Magic School Bus. In the same study, students perceive Nye not as an actor or a comedian, but as a scientist and a teacher, which led kids to trust him more. That is so cute. I know. They were just like, oh, he's a scientist. But you know what? It's exactly what I was just saying. I like... He's just funny scientist. Yeah. I thought of him as a scientist. He didn't seem like... You know, when you can tell when someone's like trying to be an actor Mm -hmm. and like playing a host who's like supposed to know a lot about science or math or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you're like, girl, I don't believe you. Um, But he was like living it, which I guess is because he... Is this, you know, was a scientist. He's very charismatic. He's very charismatic in a yeah. in a in a dorky way, but in a way where you like, you're not laughing at him. You know, he's yeah. like he's like he's he's acknowledging that he's being silly, um, and he's like owning it, and and that is very I think makes him watchable because mm-hmm. I don't like the cringe, awkward sort of pun comedy because he does use a lot of puns and a lot of like, you know, tired cliche jokes. Yeah. Um, but he like owns that there. You know, it was dumb. very um, iCarly. <laughs> with like random dancing. I love that you just mean? compared Bill Knight to iCarly. But I hear you, the random yeah. dancing. It's very yeah. like, let's get your attention. And all the episodes have a very clear structure that it follows. They do. So I guess that's nice for kids who watch multiple episodes in yeah. different classes. It's something to use. you get used to. Like, there's going to be an opening credit. There's going to be a song. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seems very formulaic to me, but I guess that's yeah. That's what people want to see. appeal. I guess. Um, yeah, wig. Anyway, we're going to take a quick little break, and then we're going to be right back to talk about Evolution. <laughs> okay, and we're back. Hi. Hey, how was that break for you? Um, it was really good. Um, you know, it was. It just was. 
I'm sitting on the ground. So. I want you all to know, just so you're like in on the on the podcasting thing. Let me take a break. We're really just sitting here for three seconds. Yeah, and waiting awkwardly. We're pulling back the curtain for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really glamorous right now in my basement at 10:30. Yeah, it's sort of just like pun- when you think of two podcasters, we're not like. You know, I know we seem like we're above everyone and we're better than everyone. <laughs> we're but in some studio. Yeah, we're just like, you know, living it up in Hollywood. But we're we're normal people. Yeah, just like you. I mean, maybe not just like you. <laughs> we're probably a little better than you. No. But. Okay, I think from the, from the people who've reached out so far as fans and people who are listening to our podcast, um, I like all of them. Yeah, I feel like they're all they're all here for a good time, mm-hmm. and everyone who's like messaged me or something on on our Instagram or whatever commented on TikTok or something seems like they get it, yeah. like they're here for the ride. Yeah, and yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate and it. Hopefully, they're so intellectual they appreciate our scientific discussion on this day. Absolutely. You know what? I think they will mm-hmm. because um, because who doesn't love evolution? Mm-hmm. Um. This episode specifically, because because again, we sort of arbitrarily chose this episode. Um, but it, I think it was a good representation of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really interesting. Um, the most interesting part to me, by far, was they did like a little science experiment moment, and they were trying to show how moss has evolved to live anywhere. Mm-hmm. And they blended moss with milk, and they poured the milk moss. And they said a million times, do not drink this. They Do you remember that? They said at least 30 times. They were like, do not drink this. If you make it, watching. don't drink it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they just didn't want people to like chug moss milk. The please. Um, oh my God, ew. I know, disgusting. It, yeah. it definitely can't be edible. But then they poured the milk onto the pavement, left it for a few days, and then the moss grew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, I want to try this. Yeah, moss is gross like that. It's gross like that, but also that's so fucking cool. I don't yeah. know why. I was like, Damn, mm-hmm. that's a fun experiment. There was a big moss problem at my at my, in my sorority house. A moss problem yeah. in the house. Yes, we had black. Yeah, mold or moss. It was, it was black mold, and there was also the same moss. It's a, it seems like they're they're pretty yeah. similar. Moss and mold. Oh my! So God. when I was reading, when I was watching this episode, and he was like doing whatever, Triggered. I was thinking like, oh my God, what if? Because like black mold is like, you can't even inhale it it will like hurt you yeah no that's but you, you know what I'll, that's a good prank you just like pour killing mold someone? in their room you just pour mold in their room no not killing <laughs> someone with black mold oh, killing, pouring the milk <laughs> pouring moss. the milk just like in their room or something and then they're like what the fuck and they're like oh no <laughs> why was this moss get yeah. here that reminds me like one time i saw on like tumblr or something epic prank idea like get oh, no. a bunch of instant mashed potatoes pour it in someone's lawn and before it rains, <laughs> and a mashed potatoes. Does that work? I don't know. I feel like I feel like probably not. Can't. Like the water interacts with the little grains of potato, and that makes mashed potatoes in your lawn. But that image is so wonderful. <laughs> I'm imagining like I do the chance of meatballs. Yeah. Like your entire lawn is caked in mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. That would be disgusting. It would be. You would attract the worst animals. <laughs> Um, it just makes me think of this one time when I was in, I must have been nine or ten. Mm-hmm. We had a raccoon like dying on our lawn, oh my God, really? and it had rabies. Oh no! And it was just like chilling on the lawn in during the day, which is when you know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And it got shot, <gasps> like sort of in police front of me. officers. Yeah, they called like whatever, 
And my mom was like, downstairs time. And I heard the gunshot. I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. That's so scary. It was really scary. Um, uh, and if I had mashed potatoes on my lawn, there'd be a million of those raccoons. Yeah. Um, okay, something I... They talk about dinosaurs and stuff in this episode, right? They do. And they mention how they evolved from birds. They did. Which is, like, something I didn't know growing up because mm-hmm. I watched, like, Jurassic Park, et cetera, et cetera, and I had always just assumed, like, oh, probably they just came from lizards. It, you thought birds came from... Uh, no, 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 I'm dinosaurs. Oh, 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 oh. We're, like, same sort of thing, like, lizards, dinosaurs. Um, But now we know, looking back in history, that they were probably... That dinosaurs probably were, like, feathery. Yeah. And not scaly. Yeah. So, like, all these movies are just misrepresenting, like, the dinosaur... At community. That's really interesting because when I, the skill and the science to look at a fossil and to say like, oh, I can external, I can see what this would look like. That mm-hmm. blows my mind, which makes me think that's probably like pseudoscience in a way. Because you know how, I think about this literally all the time. Mm-hmm. You know how when you think about what people thought about 50 years ago or mm-hmm. 100 years ago or 300 years ago about science in the world, you're like, those fucking idiots. Like they didn't. What? They like didn't know the fucking like earth that. was round. Are they are they are they seriously that dumb? Yeah. Um, which we could say about people today. But then I'm like, in fifty years, they're gonna look back and be like, those motherfuckers thought that dinosaurs were bright green <laughs> and scaly. Those idiots. Yeah. Those idiots. Like haha, heliocentrism, haha. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. but I really wonder about that and and the dinosaur thing is interesting. It also makes me wonder so there has to be a scientific answer for this, but I imagine if there was a meteor mm-hmm. or an asteroid, whatever the scientific term is, that killed all the dinosaurs, why did some of them survive? Because cause my, in my uh, mind, I'm like, clean slate. Like, the meteor comes, and then it's just like, everyone's gone, we're starting from scratch. Like, then God everything smited. Came. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think of, but logically, of course, something survived. Yeah. Like, something's had to have thrived in that environment. Um, but is it interesting that everything that survived and everything that still remains today is something that could have survived a giant asteroid yeah. or evolved from something else. I think that. it's meteorite when it makes contact with the Earth. <gasps> oh, T. And I think it's meteor when it does not. Okay, okay. Um, I'm I, pretty sure you can correct me. You you know what? You spoke with confidence, and I know none the better, so I believe you. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Because my friend and I, actually, my first TikTok was me and my friend Destiny. Uh, she was... Child? Hmm? Oh no! <laughs> Me and my friend Destiny made a TikTok as our final project in astronomy class. And it wow! Was yeah, it was us like doing a TikTok trend about. You've had TikTok for a while, then. Was that last December? It must have been. It must have been. Wow. Um, I it was, no it wasn't anything serious. It was just to put it in a presentation, right? But yeah, it was very, very funny. Interesting. I need to watch that. Yeah, is it please. still up or is it on your private? It's probably still up. It's gonna take me a while to scroll that far. That, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it. I actually deleted a bunch of videos the other day. Really? So. You turned off your comments. I was I like did. bold because you know I literally get I literally get people telling me that they're gonna kill me. No, I know. So your comments are scary. They are. It's very it's very wild. You know, you know you get you get a good number of views on your videos. Yeah. Um, it's just scary that. Thank you. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, <laughs> it's just scary that you have to like even consider that because I, you know, I post TikToks and sometimes I get a good number of likes and sometimes I don't. But no one has been like, "You stupid fucking idiot! You faggot! Go die!" Like no one's gone that far. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Only in my private DMs. <laughs> I mean, people, because I make, I do sort of make sciencey videos. You I do. make, like, I talk about, like, the science of being trans. Like, I talk Gee. about medically transitioning, yes. my vaginoplasty, hormone replacement therapy, etc. And people see me as um, a spokesperson for the quote unquote trans agenda. Mm. So mm. they're like, stop promoting this. You're a horrible person. Also, people, TERFs get very defensive about oh, absolutely. Like, people intruding on their womanhood. And you know what? I was just talking about this to um, our friend Maddie mm-hmm. because we were talking about just how terrible Catholicism is. Mm-hmm. The institution. Um, and then we were talking about you and how you are like so proudly identifying as trans and Catholic mm-hmm. and how every time you get a comment, it's you can't be trans and Catholic. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of stupid shit is that? She literally is. Like, I don't know what you mean she can't be. You might not believe yeah. it's valid. You might not believe, like, she's... But, like, isn't the point of being Catholic is that... They're... Like, even if being trans is a sin, isn't the point that you sin? Like, yeah. isn't that the whole fucking religion is that you're you're literally a piece of... You're a pile of sin. The only two people, according to Catholicism, the only two people who have never been tempted by sin are Jesus, who's literally just God, right, and Mary, who is just like the second most holy person in like in mm-hmm. Catholicism, and like you can't be sitting there. And again, as you said, even if being trans is a sin, um, you're trying sorry. to tell me you don't sin, like oh you drank, you're yeah. trying to tell me you don't drink, you don't eat. Yeah, you tea. don't eat pork. You don't, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just so interesting how pe- how ready people are to carve queer and trans people out of religion. And what I think about is, religion is going to need queer and trans people more than we need them. Yeah, like in about fifteen twenty years, they're gonna be like, oh shit, we made some mistakes. Like yeah. queer people and trans people are now in charge, or at least like have more social capital. And we've been talking all this shit, so I think we're gonna see in 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 our lifetime sort of a reckoning with religion and and their relationship to queerness mm-hmm. and then they're going to be like come back mm-hmm. like we love you mm-hmm. um and that's why i think they they're going to need us more than we need them mm-hmm. um so it's just very interesting that people are so desperate we're at that stage right now to carve out most specifically i think trans people out of sort of what's accepted mm-hmm. as as religion um and you know in the context of this episode i'm talking about evolution it's just so interesting the lengths people go to to champion something stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was talking <laughs> I was talking about this with my dad about mask wearing, like how stupid you have to be cuz like I sort of know doctors or or I've been aware of doctors who might not be wearing masks. Like who don't like doctors who don't believe in masks. Which to me is wild because there's something to be said about the Trump supporters who don't believe in masks for scientific, religious, whatever reasons, but they have no religious. Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Moral. Who cares? True, true, true. Because they don't they don't trust the science. They don't believe the science. But to be a motherfucking doctor and to say, I, I don't believe in degree. it. Right. I, I don't believe in this science means you don't believe in literally what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a doctor. Because, like, surgeons wear ma- have always worn masks exactly. during surgery. What do you mean it doesn't work? What do you yeah. mean it do- It's illogical. And it's the same thing with, like, religious people with, with, with evolution and creationism. Like, they so desperately want to assert that 
the Bible is is or the Torah, the, the whatever holy book, is untouchable, and there's only one way to interpret it. Um, and I think what's what's you know, religion is not here to explain certain scientific truths. I think that's not religion's job. I think religion poses a a moral and a comfortable space. I think that's the value of religion is providing an environment, a culture, um, a sense of home and sort of a sense of belonging and mm-hmm. comfort for people in dealing with shit. But to like speak for biology, to speak for evolutionary history, right? It's just like, why? Who who makes you think that this is right? Like who? I don't. Uh, uh, it's illogical. I know you have a very specific point of view about uh-huh. creationism, uh, but it's just crazy. Okay, so my whole thing is the Bible was written how many years ago? A couple, a couple a thousand, thousand and a half. Okay, one yeah, and a half yeah. thousand. The Torah, the Old Testament, was written a couple, right. two thousand maybe years ago. Right, two thousand plus. And it's just, how could you sit there and tell me that this is a scientific truth when it's been disproved again and again and again? Like, part of one of the tenets of creationism is that the Earth is only so many years old. What? 7,000. 7,000 approximately. And humans are, like, 5,000 years old. Yeah. So, it's just, like, but we have man-made objects much, much, much older than 5,000 years old. Much See? older than 7,000 years old, which would which is just inherent But they would evidence. just say that the – they would just argue that the that the ways that we test how old things are are false – which is crazy. Yeah, it, one of the one of the retorts is that like carbon dating is flawed and not necessarily accurate. B half lives don't lie. Right. Also, like for a who are you? Thank you. Second of all, why? Like we don't know better. Like carbon dating right now is the best way that we have to do this. Not your fucking thought experiments. Yeah. Based off of a book. That was written at the same time that that they believed that like there were two organs and one of them was urine and one of them was blood. Like <laughs> that's I don't know what please, to tell you, babe. Um, it's 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 bonkers to me. And and you know, one of the big tenets of creationism. And I, I just saw an article that's talking about how dinosaurs and and humans must have existed at the same time. They, they are, would have eaten us. Well, obviously, it's so dumb because if we could you imagine living at the same time as a T Rex? <laughs> no, ma'am. They my auto. Whenever anyone mentions that to me, my automatic <laughs> just like just instinctual response is, I don't even care about any of the science. I don't care about like what you have to say. They would have eaten us. You know what? You know what? I just had the thought of, and it's really funny to picture like. If there were dinosaurs right now and, like, we, like, open our garage door to go to our car and we have to, like, look around to make sure there's not, like, a fucking T-Rex hiding to, like, pounce like on us. Like a velociraptor. Yeah, from, yeah like, like... We would not last a minute. We would. We have soft skin, no sh- armor. We would be done. No claws. No claws. Yeah, no, we would be fucking done. And um, the fact that people believe it... And you know what they point to? This article that I just read. Someone just posted an article in Texas basically saying, like, like a big creationist sort of article... They point to cave paintings that look like dinosaurs, which that is their singular piece of evidence. And scientists have multiple times said, this is not a dinosaur. A, this is a rhinoceros or this is a like bull, like some other logical explanation. Or it's been conglomerate 
of of pictures that sort of like merge into looking like a dinosaur but it's a bunch of different pictures drawn at different times that just sort of like happen to align yeah um and that's their literal only piece of evidence like oh fuck what's it called the kachina bridge in Arizona, I think that's, I think it's in Arizona or Utah. That's the one that was... Like, stick figures are your only explanation. Right, and you're going to tell me that every scientist is wrong because you think that that fucking smudge on the wall looks like a motherfucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mm. I'm sorry. And we have concrete, undeniable evidence of evolution, right? Yes. So it's just like, okay, like, do you need to watch this 30-minute bill nye episode right like i'm like seven-year-olds can understand this they made a whole television program aiming to educate seven-year-olds and you Mm -hmm. are a 50 year old man who's unwilling to believe that like humans evolved from like an earlier hominid like i don't know what what you think it's more likely that god pulled out a bone and was like this bone is a woman now and then it became a woman i i mean i would love to believe that period that would be fun because then i could make a boyfriend or a partner like Mm -hmm from a toenail i don't know how that works (laughs) and i could customize him yeah i could customize him Mm -hmm. um but i mean boo come on yeah um and i just think that's really interesting and and that's why i appreciate bill not the science guy because you know he doesn't he doesn't hide away from that like i don't we also grew up in new york in the, the 21st century like maybe in the 90s in fucking texas like they didn't want to play Bill Nye, but but it's in that way, it's sort of like I'm, I'm appreciative that it was shown in schools because it, it there are schools that still don't want to deal with evolution. Like it, there are there schools, are schools that, that teach creationism. There are, and there I think it just became. I, I I read something about. It, I don't remember. It just became mandatory, or or in the last few states that taught creationism, now they have to teach about evolution or something like that. So it's just now there's a reckoning with actually teaching science, mm-hmm. not teaching. That humans have been around for 5,000 years, like public schools. So and the U.S. Good. government, who hates stepping on the toes of the evangelicals, is oh forcing God. you to teach fact. And you're just sitting there like, no. Even the Vatican, even the Pope is like this, as we were talking earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole Earth created in seven days is a metaphor. Yeah, like it was probably longer than seven days because God, this is what my rabbi said to me when I asked him like a smart ass when I was nine. He was like, yeah, that you know, God days are longer than human days. So when God created the lizards, he also created the dinosaurs and they died before humans, whatever. That was his explanation, which is at least acknowledging that that evolution is real. Like my rabbi didn't look me in the eye and say, what are you talking about, dinosaurs? <laughs> they lived yesterday. Like he didn't he didn't do that to me because that would be dumb. Like he he said an honest answer, which he does or doesn't believe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if. I believe most rabbis are, I, I can't speak for a priest because I don't be around them, but I'm like, do you really fucking believe this stuff? I think people, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I, I'm Jewish, but I have a hard time like really believing in it because it's obviously ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense if you don't <laughs> think it's ridiculousness or to you, Ileana. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's fantastical. Mm-hmm. And in, in that sense, like religion is, is captivating, but, um, yeah, I'm like, do you really believe that Moses fucking split the ocean in half? I mean, the way I read the Bible, it's like these are fables. These are Tea. these are fantastical stories with with uh, lessons to be learned. And I think that's the best. I think that's the proper way to read it. Yeah, and there's a very clear. It's very clearly metaphoric, and like behind, like 
when Jesus like fed what was it like five thousand people with with five grains of of bread or whatever the new testament um (laughs) and like that's clearly like a message about sharing about caring for your community like he literally he didn't literally feed like whatever 500 5000 people with with like five grains of bread yeah right exactly it's a metaphor and i i think that's i think that's the best way to look at it because like i said before religion is a, a lesson to learn a moral a sense of comfort a sense of how to be a good person like that is where the value lies not in the believing this shit and the people who believe that you know humans have only been around for 5000 years there are characters in the bible who are hundreds of years old yeah abraham moses those bitches are 200 years plus mm-hmm. like they live for unnaturally long periods of time in the timeline of the bible which you're telling me that humans have existed for 5000 years and for the first couple thousand humans could live until 500 years old and why were, did we and there were giants <laughs> and now what four thousand years later none of that exists and there was a flood and there was they creationists believe that there was a flood oh, and they, they believe the noah's they, they ark believe was the found. dinosaurs were, before. were no, no i heard this they believe dinosaurs were on noah's ark yeah. they would have eaten all the animals <laughs> and the humans and then they would have just been dinosaurs (laughs) there would have just been dinosaurs and like even like obviously noah's ark like it's a metaphor too because even without the dinosaurs bitch there were lions no yeah rhinoceroses (laughs) i said that word wrong you know they didn't build a like individual pens for each of them and they corralled them in yeah girl Um, like bitch he got two mosquitoes yeah (laughs) he got two mosquitoes why did he bring them come on what did they eat besides each other they were carnivores. No, that's a good point. If you only brought two of them, like... What did the babes? people eat? I don't know. Very confusing. Very confusing. <laughs> Plot holes in the Bible. This yeah. is the real <laughs> what we really need to know. Um, yeah. let's, let's take a quick little breakity, and then we're going to go talk about queerness and evolution. And we're back. Hi. Um, so, you know, again, we chose this episode arbitrarily, and we'll get back to Bill Nye the Science Guy, but... Since we, we were watching an episode about evolution, I really wanted to talk about um, what you think about queerness and transness in terms of evolution. Um, to give you sort of an idea of where, where I am right now with this, um, I because my first thought was like, is queerness something that has stuck through with evolution? Because Bill and I was talking about natural selection and how there are traits like giraffes, you know, their necks get longer because they have to eat. And in in the theory of evolution, is queerness a trait that persisted throughout years of evolution? So in some way, do we need queerness because it hasn't been like evolved out of us or has it just not been enough time? And then I sort of also started because I read this article that was really interesting, which you can get more into um, uh, by, by a, a woman named Julia D. Monk. I, I was reading her paper and um, she was saying that humans have always probably exhibited um, sexual behavior towards people of the same sex, mm-hmm. um, as well as towards people of a different sex. I mean, there's, like, ancient records of homosexuality. Oh, yeah. Like, in ancient Rome, Greece. In, in Greece, in hieroglyphics from yeah. Egypt. No, t- t- and mm-hmm. and it would be... So, so... I'm saying, like, did queerness evolve or was it always there? Um, and I, I same thing with, with transness. Where do you think that fits in? Mm-hmm. I would love to hear your thoughts. I mean, there was, like, also, like, 
and all the things I just stated, there were also like records of trans people. There was mm-hmm. a trans, there was a trans woman as a, as a Roman emperor. I forget, uh, I forget their name, but like mm-hmm. their whole thing was he like I guess like historically it's it's a it's a boy so we call the emperor he but he literally says that um he looks for like mystic ways and scientific ways to like get a vagina to get a vulva really uh and stuff like that um and there was a pharaoh a female pharaoh in egypt who whenever there was a female pharaoh they would take up the mantle of queen but Mm. this this pharaoh took up the mantle of king so, mm. like, that's also, like, a nod. Maybe that was just a grab for more power, but also it could have just been, like, a trans moment. That's so interesting. And his name is, I just Googled it, Elijabalus. Oh, the the Roman guy? The Roman guy. Yeah. Um, so, like, that was really interesting. That is super and interesting. And then in ancient, in Greece, there was, um, where we get the word hermaphrodite, there was, like, hermaphrodite, which is the child of Hermes and Aphrodite. Mm. And they were, like, Makes big fluid. Sense. Oh, wait. So, um... But even, yeah, and I think, you know, even in a lot of other cultures, there are, um, you know, representations of trans people, sort mm-hmm. of, you know... Pre-colonial. Mid, pre-colonial, sort of, like, mid... Like, between gendered people. Mm-hmm. I think of, like, third spirit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and... But I'm, I'm even thinking, like, like, 15,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is stuff that we obviously don't know because we don't have this evidence. We don't even have evidence for a 1,000 years ago that gay people existed, even though they definitely did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, like, I'm very curious about that because, you know, I, I wonder... If uh, my my personal belief is that queerness has always sort of existed, mm-hmm. and that it's it's not something that evolution can touch, because I think that other animals exhibit same sex behavior a lot. And of- if like a primitive little animal who doesn't think rationally, if they exhibit queer behavior, mm-hmm. then like obviously it's gonna. It's like I feel like we had it when we were like Neanderthals or whatever. Right, right. And and the the article, which was an alternative hypothesis for the evolution of same sex be- sexual behavior in animals by Julie D. Monk, she said that there is same sex behavior recorded in over one thousand five hundred animals, recorded. Mm-hmm. So they know that over a thousand animals also exhibit same sex behavior, like those gay penguins, like those gay penguins from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Of new. You know they're real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, I was about to say. But that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but um, that's crazy to me, and that that tells me that queerness is 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 different than evolution. Um, and and I, I'm just so you know, they say that it's not natural. They say that queerness or transness is is sort of like an abomination, and they mm-hmm. use biology as sort of proof against queerness. Mm-hmm. Like you can't reproduce, so it's not natural, mm-hmm. right? You were not born this way, so. That's not who you are. And the thing is, these people um, are so anti-science. They're all the rhetoric is anti-science. They just don't believe in the liberal war machine. Yeah. And then suddenly, whenever a trans person enters a woman's restroom, suddenly they become biologists. Exactly. And it's just like, obviously, you don't have a grasp on this. No, exactly. And, And as I was just sort of pointing to, like, the science clearly shows that these things are natural mm-hmm. like like you know as much evidence as you're trying to come up with that says that it's not like there's so much more that says that it is 
Um, and the fact that people, like you're saying, try to claim sort of like authority on it is crazy. And and it's so interesting. Like I think the right has a very interesting anti-science but conveniently uses science kind of a thing. Yeah. Like I think they see it as like, well, we're, we're showing the liberals like using their own medicine, taste their own medicine. Um, but it's it's just clearly hypocritical because they come out like and firstly, if you come at anti science, what are you suddenly anti math? You anti history? Yeah. Anti the English language and grammar? Like you can't choose arbitrarily one field of, of education and then be like the rest are fine. Like you yeah. believe that shit. Yeah. Um it's just bonkers to me. Like science saying you're anti like science is just another word for fact, no. Right. And I okay. I do think there's something to be said that Science and all all academics, all fields, especially history, are biased and are shaped by current context. Mm-hmm. Like I think about the CDC and how they've changed their views on COVID over time. I think that's partly because they were learning new information, and I think that is valid. So their opinion is is allowed to change. But just recently, they like changed the rules conveniently so that schools could reopen. So now you can only you only have to be three feet apart mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. So making it a lot easier for schools to open. Which is just like conveniently they're changing the rules to allow that to happen, um, which sort of shows that like perhaps, you know, science is in some way shaped by what society needs to hear. Mm -hmm. So I do think there's validity to that, but not in the way that I think the right and especially sort of anti-queer, anti-trans people use that ideology. It's just bananas. Mm -hmm. Um and and I just don't understand. I don't understand how people don't see science as real. Like I would never think to watch Bill Nye and be like, I don't accept this. Like when something is taught to me, I think my inkling is just to believe it. And of course, I do research and I question. And I, if I'm confused or I don't, I don't understand something, I'll ask, try to understand and get the full picture. But I, I, I believe it because if someone's presenting something to me as fact, um. That's, they have authority on the subject. Right, and they, exactly, that one. And they have authority on the subject. Why would I say I know better? Mm-hmm. Like, from my position in life, I, of course, how would I do that? Yeah. Um, it's just bonkers to me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I... I <laughs> so I found these worksheets. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to fail. That, that you can... You know, that you probably gave out in class after you watched the episode to make sure you're paying attention. Um, so I will be giving Liliana a little pop quiz. Babe. Um, I will say these are made up for children. So I have a feeling you're going to do fine. But if you don't, then... <laughs> Dan, I'm just warning you. <laughs> Babe, it wasn't my forte in school. <laughs> no, I know. Babe, I was all APs, but no math, no science. No math, so. no science. I'm, I have faith in you. Okay. I think you'll, I think you'll do a good job. I'll mm. give you an easy one first. Okay. Blank has been going on for billions of years. Evolution. Evolution. Oh my god. See, I that oh my I god. I said that earlier in the episode, so uh-huh. you, you did not get that. I'd be surprised. <laughs> Genes are made up of blank. RNA and, and, yeah, yeah, and DNA. DNA. But okay. Great job. Thank That's you. That's really good. Okay, I'm gonna do your harder one. Um, mm, a human has blank chromosomes. Twenty-three pairs. Is that correct? I think so. I'm Googling. <laughs> I'm not sure. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You beat me on that one. I was going to say 56. It's mm-hmm. 46. Mm-hmm. And 23 pairs. Um, oh. Well, the typical human. A typical human. The neurotypical Thank you. Thank human. you. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. important distinction. Um, 
I'm giving you a really hard one. Okay. Evolution by selection is a change that occurs generations slash overnight. Evolution by what? Evolution by selection. Generations. <laughs> it's not a really. I'm going to say what? Overnight. Overnight. <laughs> Overnight. I'm uh, I'm a new person. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a new person. Me. Which is sort of going against the whole religion thing. They kept saying that evolution takes billions of years mm-hmm. this does not happen fast i lived they yeah. kept stressing that yeah and i think it was for that reason of being like this is this creationism is not correct mm-hmm. um, a great job um humans have changed the environment faster or slower than most living things can keep up faster great job thank you climate change mm-hmm. climate um, change is real ladies <laughs> and again during the episode there was one moment where he oh started talking God. about climate change and it was so serious, but the background sound effects were like, were like, pew. Yeah. It was like the earth is being destroyed. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, it was very, um, it was very interesting. They mm-hmm. were really trying to not scare kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about how we're destroying the environment, but Bill Nye, you know, he's, he's a climate change. He is. Activist. He still is. He's very outspoken. Good. Mm-hmm. He's using his platform because he knows that, our generation knows him and recognizes him and sort of like trusts him. I think he knows that. I think that's mm-hmm. why he made a new show and sort of is online. It's Netflix, right? I think so. Yeah. And he's, he's made like videos online and stuff I've seen and he, he capitalizes on that as he should. Mm-hmm. Trying to speak to people about like this very real sort of scientific things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know this one. A ground sloth lived 12,000 years ago during the... During, it's like the eras and stuff. I think so. Um, um, oh my god! I just googled the uh, some of the words in the question, and the whole question came up. <laughs> they knew people were googling this already. Don't look it um, up. No. Cenozoic. Um, Pleistocene. Epic. What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that lasted one point eight million years to twelve thousand years ago. A fucking giant sloth. I would love to see that. Um, I'm terrified of sloths. What? They're scary. Why? Because they're like zombies. Like no, very slow. They're so cute. No, they're not. They can't hurt a fly. Mm, yes, they can. They can. But they wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they're scary looking. They're no, gross looking. They're sweet. Their bodies are Imagine holding like a coconut. Have you held one? I have touched one. <gasps> oh, so they're like fuzzy like a coconut? They're fuzzy but rock hard. Like they're they're it feels like their skeleton is made out of a coconut. Their their claws are scary looking. Their claws are scary. Yeah, they're very scary. But they're I think they're so cute. Like if one fell on me in the in the jungle, <laughs> as if I'd ever be in the jungle. I don't play that. <laughs> yeah, I don't play that sport. Well, give me another one. <laughs> I don't play that sport. <laughs> Natural selection is the changes of size and shape of living things in. And what do you mean? Ed? I don't know. Um, Natural selection is the changes of size and shape of living things in. I'm that I don't shit. understand. Because <laughs> <laughs> like it just sounds like it should be in living things, but yeah. it's already been in the question. Natural. I'm googling it. Is the change changes of the size? Girl, I don't know. Oh, oh! I found an answer key. Uh huh. Kind of answer key. Um, did I find an answer key? Oh, 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 oh! In nature, 
<laughs> oh, yeah. I guess, right? I guess. Oh, I should have used this answer key from the start. I wouldn't have looked so dumb. Um, blank was the scientist that developed the theory of evolution. Bill Nye. Wait, wait, wait. I think I know this one. I think I know this one. Was it? Was it? No, no, I don't. I don't. You don't know this one? I you don't. don't know the theory? Oh, Charles Darwin. Thank you. Oh, my God. It was the only guy they talked about in that episode. Right, right, right. Um, with the finches. Mm-hmm. You know, Darwin is, um, um, has been bastardized. Um, he has. Yeah, by racists and stuff. Well, yeah, they say, like, certain traits have, you know, certain populations are stronger than the other or, yeah. or better than the other, so that's why we're on top. Like the whole skull size theory. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, my God. It's so dumb. I don't know. Yeah, I think there is. Hmm, why do you think men are in, are are have more positions of power? Um, that's women? a really interesting question because everywhere in nature we see women in charge. T. Um, but then when it comes to men, I think it's because we develop rational thought, and I think one of the biggest reasons why men are so violent, why they're so in charge of women, is because of the act of penetration. Um, because you are physically putting yourself in someone else's mm. body. I think if mm. the genitals were reversed and our structure was the same, women would be in charge. But also, I think it's because we develop rational thought and we develop war. Who's out there fighting? It's right. always men, except for a select few so, cases. But you think men are always fighting because they're... Are, are men physically stronger? Is that, like, scientific? I mean, yeah. I, I think guess. so. I don't know. Because, um, you know... Our ancestors during the Stone Age and whatever, men and women were sharing jobs. They were mm-hmm. both sort of out there farming and hunting. Like, they sort of shared um, roles. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what happened. I wonder if, like, I don't know. I think you're probably right. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, you're right. When you are saying that, I was like, that reads very real to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it coming down to, like, sex and power and... And sort of the ability for men to overpower women physically mm-hmm. and sexually, I think, probably led to like how they interact in society. Because if also we think of us pregnancy, as, yeah, and if you think of us as animals, which I do all the time mm-hmm. in pregnancy, hundred that is probably also true. They were like, oh, they're incapacitated; mm-hmm. they can't do anything. And like menstruation, yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they're pulled, they're held back. Yeah, um, yeah, because I think it makes sense that these sort of lines of demarcation and culture came from sexual behavior because we think of humans as animals, like in our earliest form before we like, you know, develop civilization. What do we have? Mm -hmm. Like we raised, we, we, we had families and we had to hunt and eat food and like procreate. Like, so sex was like a huge facet of culture at, in I'm thinking like 10,000, 15,000 years ago. Yeah. Um, or, or beyond. Um, so that would make sense, but, um, interesting, but yeah, social Darwinism, of course it's been bastardized. People do that for everything. True. Um, any chance to fuck up science. Anyway, here's your last fact. Uh Uh-huh. Bird feathers and blank scales are made of the same things. And fish scales? Or like lizard scales? It was like reptiles, dinosaurs. Because dinosaurs oh, okay. and... Because that's why they said that dinosaurs and birds probably right. came from the same right. population. Interesting. Interesting. I, I give you a, a, a 90%. 95% on that quiz. Thank you. You did fairly well. You were... Well, okay. Again, this is for children. It's for kids. So... And also impressed. I knew a lot of this already. Yeah. Yeah. This is like evolution stuff. We know this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this is bringing us near to the end of the episode... 
I'm just curious, were there any moments in this episode or in Bill Nye in general that made you queer or that influenced um, you or, or stand out to you as queer moments? I don't know. I don't think so. I can go first. Yeah, I, sure. I'll think. I, I, I don't. I think there's not many. Mm-hmm. I think what is queer about this show is the tone and the editing, the zany, fast paced sort of like kitschy campy tone there was a gay on the editing staff oh for sure there was an f word uh, <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't say it earlier in the episode uh-huh. um no absolutely a hundred thousand million percent i think that 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 tone again that vibe is is queer and and has roots in sort of queer aesthetic and you know i think the show is fun and lighthearted and it pulls people in and that's why it's something that you know we grew up with and watched a whole bunch and um you know, a lot of people before us did as well. So I would say that is queer to me. Um, just like how the show presents itself. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I mean, it's not like I found Bill Nye attractive. Yeah. So what's what's the point of watching? <laughs> yeah. Um. True. Um. Maybe it just reminds me of those nostalgic days. Where, like, I was just coming to terms with, like, being attracted to men. Mm. And, you know, everyone had their little school crushes. And, like, us queer people were sort of, like, inherently, like, not involved in those things. Right. Like, we don't have, like, uh, like high school romances, middle school romances or anything like that. No, we skip um, that. So, yeah, I guess it just reminded me of those good old days. I love that. And I think that's what's important about the show you know, it's not so much the content, right? Mm-hmm. We picked an episode because we like evolution and it's interesting, but we could have picked any episode and we would have found it interesting or whatever. Um, what's important about revisiting it and, and, and the memory of it is is the nostalgia, is sort of like what it represented. And, and you know, we spent so much of our young days in school. Mm-hmm. Like, like, when we think about our childhood, like, yeah, we were watching... Nickelodeon when we got home and on the weekends, but we spent eight hours a day at school. Like it's a long time. It's a long time, and so like of course a lot of our childhood is based in school, mm-hmm. and so I think that's why I was really interested in revisiting Bill Nye is because you know, S like I was going to say SIS, which is where we went to school, intermediate school and middle school. You know, it's a very specific time, um, you know, for from all children, but for specifically queer children. And I mm-hmm. agree with you that I think. This does bring up sort of those memories of like who the fuck, who the fuck is are we? What's going on? And just like, um, which which all fucking middle schoolers were going through. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you rank this show? Um, I think, I think because of its impact on like society and our generation, and just the structure of the episodes and how cute they are. I would give it a nine. I so like, it. um, it's like a gay nerd. <laughs> a One gay of the, nerd. a Disney, a Disney gay mm. with glasses and a You're bow tie. A Disney gay, a nine out of 10. <gasps> true. I'm like, true. I'm so sorry. That can't be. Maybe like an anime gay. Okay. Mm-hmm. For you, that tracks as a nine out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I think I'm going to, I think I'm giving it like a, a seven out of 10. It gets points for nostalgia. Yeah. It gets points away for being about science. 
Um, True. Boring. And for being very repetitive in, in tone and sort of in structure. Mm-hmm. But Two billion years old. Yeah, two billion years old. Two billion <laughs> years old. Um, it's like Donald Trump always repeating himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think it gets points for its humor, its point of view, and again for, for I think it, it succeeds in what it wanted to do, which is teaching science to kids in a captivating way. And mm-hmm. I think in that respect it succeeded. Um, because we we still remember him, like mm-hmm. we still remember him, we still remember those episodes. He still talked about, and so I think it achieved its goal. Um, and it wasn't trying to be captivating. Tell it wasn't trying to be a drama. It wasn't trying like it. It wasn't a standalone series. It's it, it's judged on a different scale. Yeah, because it's an educational series for kids, and I think in that respect, it certainly achieved its goal. Um, I can't say I love it. I can't say I would watch it. In my free time, mm-hmm. um, I did find myself getting sort of bored at some point of the episodes because it was a science lecture for five-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really cute. And it I have really very cute. good memories of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Okay, we did it. We talked about Bill Nye the Science Guy. Um, If you enjoyed yourself on this episode. Or even if you hated it. Or, if, or even. Or mm-hmm. even. Which, let's be real. There will be the haters. Mm-hmm, of course. Um. Please go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five-star review. Five-star review would be preferred. Mm-hmm. Um, a five-star review would also be accepted, I think. Yeah, I think Either I'd or. accept a five-star review or a five-star review. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And maybe even a five-star review. And maybe a five out of five. <laughs> that's that's a great way to look and at I it. I think it's ranked in stars. It's, I think so. I could be wrong. I, I could be. I could be wrong. But um, I, I agree. I would mm-hmm. say that that would be very much appreciated. Yeah. Um, tell us if there are any movie recommendations, TV show recommendations, stuff that you used to watch in school or TV shows that you used to watch that you would love to hear us talk about. Um, we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about at the end of the day. But we also want to talk about all the random shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I think the more random it is, the better. Um, so leave us a recommendation. Um, and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Rainbow Rewatch. Please. You can also follow our individual accounts because we we have fun. We do. We have fun on all social media platforms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and tune in next week when we talk about something else. Um, Liliana, do you have anything you want to say before we get off? Um, I love you. Oh my God, I wait. You do? Yeah. I don't mean to do this on such a public platform, but will you go to prom with me? Oh my god, I will. You will? It's socially distanced this year, but yeah. It is. Oh my god, so we can like dance and leave space for Jesus. Oh yeah, leave space Perfect. for Corona. <laughs> for Corona, five. Corona Jesus. Jesus. Anyway. Anyway, love you. Love you so much. Thanks for joining. Yeah, bye. Bye. Mwah.